1: Tuesday's snowstorm. We learned today the number of international flights allowed to land in Vancouver will be restricted over the next couple of days as the airport works to clear a backlog of planes. Thursday and Friday were expected to be some of the airport's busiest of the year, with more th- with more than get this 134,000 combined travellers passing through. Now today the airport was back to about 60% of its uh, typical operating levels as of midday, but many have asked, could the airport have been better prepared for the blast of Snow from Tuesday night. Here is YVR spokesperson uh, Trevor Boudreau.
2: Yeah, we do to a certain degree, but uh, for context, uh, that was triple the amount of snow that was was forecast, and I don't think anybody across this region uh, could have ever uh, prepared uh, in that way. Uh, it's important to note in aviation, snow is a safety uh, event, and our primary concern is for passenger safety, uh, and everything that we do has their safety in mind. It was unsafe overnight uh, to move to get passengers off planes, and that led to some uh, weights on the tarmac. Uh, an extended period of time, and that was very unfortunate. Uh, but as soon as it was safe and as soon as the snow stopped, uh, we had passengers deplaned it into the terminal building.
1: Now, all of this chaos occurred after, obviously, a rare major snowfall. It choked virtually every avenue of transportation, from, of course, as we said, grounded flights at the airport to jammed traffic on the roads. What was Tuesday night like? Take a listen.
0: Oh, the weather much of the South Coast hit hard with snow overnight. I am knee deep in snow right now, and the message from the province is to stay home if you can.
2: Some say snow removal efforts need to be more consistent across jurisdictions. Low heat highway through Coquitlam, the road is covered in snow, but a few hundred meters west of that in Burnaby, that same highway is clear.
0: The sky train in Vancouver was being pushed to its limits tonight. It took like six attempts for all of the doors to close, but my favorite part was was that it just started snowing in all of the skytrains Like you could just see the snow and the doors freezing. I don't think people are really prepared. I mean, in the back of my car, I've got a steel shovel to shovel out my tires if I get stuck. We're getting pretty restless right now, just trying to you know, get a sense of direction, trying to figure out, you know, when are we going to get off this plane?
1: Now, many are asking, of course, why is Metro Vancouver always caught flat-footed when snowfall occurs? After all, we had a bit of experience of this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, It is really frustrating that a major metropolitan area, 2.5 million people, 55% of British Columbia's population, and once again, this city is at a standstill. Joining me now to talk about uh, uh, the snow and how we deal with it is Daniel Fontaine. He's a councillor for the city of New Westminster. Daniel, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Jeff. So let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, when Tuesday night came along, did you think we would do better in handling this snowfall compared to what we went through a couple of weeks ago?
2: Uh, well, I hoped we would do better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But whether or not we actually perform better is a whole other uh, issue. So we had um, obviously on November 29th a complete nutter gridlock where nobody was moving around in that first snowfall, and the second one, which came what a couple of weeks after that, we had uh, significantly different problems that occurred. We saw problems on the north shore, obviously, and then furthermore we had problems with the airport and in terms of being able to get employees um, to and from the airport safety to actually operate um, the equipment and operate all the the airlines, et cetera. So our our regional snowfall has suddenly become now an international issue in that we're, we're uh, effectively banning some international flights coming into the airport. And look, uh, Jazz, I just had a quick look at the forecast for Friday and it's not looking good uh, both on Friday and then beyond that, because we're going to be getting into some, looks like some heavy rain next week on top of all this snow. So Am I concerned um, as an elected official in this region that we're prepared or not prepared? Absolutely.
1: Now, uh, a couple weeks ago, you, along with Surrey City Council Linda Annis, uh, talked about uh, a snow summit where you'd have regional leaders get together and talk about a region wide approach um, to dealing with snow events like we have seen this week and and prior weeks as well. George Harvey, the mayor of Delta, also chair of the Metro Vancouver Board, was on Mike Smith's show earlier today. Uh, they talked a little bit about a regional system or approaching uh, snow coverage in a regional manner. Take a listen to what he had to say. The other cities,
2: uh, they you know, i talked to the other mayors, they're doing the best they can, but I do not want to be involved in a regional type of system because that'll mean Delta won't get the proper service that it can get. And our, our residents are paying the taxes and we will respond to you know what they want to do. If they want more trucks, they can petition us for it or whatever. We'll make sure that happens. But right now, I think the, in Delta, at least, uh, we're well under control. We have a good plan.
1: Now, that is, of course, the Mayor of Delta, but also the Chair of the Metro Vancouver Board. Your reaction to uh, Mr. Harvey's comments from this morning?
2: Well, I have a lot of reactions to that, (laughs) Jazz. I I got to hear that interview this morning live. First of all, um, I will say that that Mayor Harvey is uh, the regional uh, Chair. He's the Chair of Metro Vancouver. And as such, I was hoping he was going to look at this from a regional level. And it, it should be noted that we have regional coordination when it comes to sewers, to water uh, when it comes to policing cross borders we have a lot of things that we do in our 20 plus municipalities that is coordinated regionally and the reason we do that is because there is typically better efficiencies and it's better coordinated why on earth our snow response would be left to 20 plus municipalities to manage these things on their own and to not have a regional response is beyond me and i think mayor harvey with all due respect i think he's lost um the, uh, the request, uh, perhaps it was in his email, I'm not sure, but we were not asking for anything more than to bring the key players into the same room so that we could talk about how we reacted and how we responded to these recent weather events. And simply put, it's not about a blame game. This is about finding um, some solutions and making sure that we can respond better into the future. I'm not calling for is Keltzer, Ennis. Uh, some kind of a a regional system? I don't know what the answer is, Jazz. That's why I think we should be getting together and and to hear that request being just dismissed, I think will not sit well with the
1: public. My guest is Daniel Fontaine. Uh, He's a City Councillor in New Westminster, talking about a regional snow summit. Now, one would say, look, this is a Vancouver issue only, but when you look at the impact the airport is having on travellers, but also not just Metro Vancouver travellers, but travellers across the country and within British Columbia as well. If you're a traveller coming from Kamloops, from Victoria, you're going to have a connecting flight probably through Vancouver. It impacts you, or if you're coming into Vancouver. Uh, Give us a call on our open line. What do you think needs to be done to improve our response to snow in the lower mainland? Let's go to Tracy in Surrey. Hi, Tracy.
0: Hi, thanks for taking my call. I'm just wondering, where are the snow plows? In every other province, and if you've lived back east for those people that have, the snow plows are out at night. All through the morning, and then they salt, so the roads are clear and people can drive. I live in a busy area of Surrey, not just very close to one sixtieth on the Highway One. Not one snow plow was out. The roads are thick; they're three feet thick in snow. Um, so that's my thing. Why? Why do we not have snow plows going all through the night to clear all the roads? That would we don't. Yeah,
1: Tracy, you're talking about your municipal roads. or Are you talking about Highway One? Municipal. Ah, okay. Uh, D- Daniel, so, uh, go ahead, Tracy. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, no, lack, lack of, um, of plows. And another thing, uh, where I was coming out, four people were stuck. We helped four people get out again. And I will say this, no snow tires. So everybody that had snow tires were getting around. The people that don't were stuck. And also, I want to give a tip to everybody. Keep anything, a blanket or cardboard in your car. So if you are stuck, that's how we got the people out. We put cardboard behind and in front of the wheels. As mm-hmm. soon as they got the traction, off they went. But where are the snow plows? Why aren't they snow plowing like they do back east?
1: Tracy, thank you for your call. Daniel, part of it is, I mean, it's budget, right? We—we we, Correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, municipalities generally probably rely, assume there's going to be one or two uh, snow events every year. You don't need to spend too much money. Uh, and in places like this, at, at the end of the day, you still have to have, to have people doing all this work, mm-hmm. and they have to sleep, and they have to have some rest as well. Uh, is this part of the issue as well? We just don't have enough equipment and people dealing with this?
2: Well, I think that is part of it, uh, Jazz, but here's the issue for me on this is we've been hearing for well over a decade from these same politicians that we've got climate change, there's going to be these climactic events that are going to be hitting us, we're going to be having more rain, more snow, etc. We've had over a decade, I mean, I don't I can't remember the exact year Al Gore was warning about this, but I mean, I think we've had a long time to prepare for this, so Yes, a lot of cities do not invest in things like snowplows, and as a result, as your previous caller just said, people are stuck on their side streets. There, there are the streets are simply not being cleaned. But at the end of the day, we know that the weather is going to, you know, not get better. We, all the scientists are kind of aligned on that. I don't think that's in dispute. So why are we caught flat-footed again and again and again? When we have um, a simple weather event like a snowstorm in Metro Vancouver, I just think
1: it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Zach in Port Coquitlam. Hi, Zach.
2: Uh, hi, guys. Um, I think the provincial government should put in legislation a minimum standard for snow removal across all municipalities. Mm. It's ridiculous. Like I just coming off Grandview Highway, under the number one. And there was a spun out tanker, a cube down and a Mustang that all weren't moving. We we're going around them. 24 hours after the snowstorm on the main artery out of Vancouver to the number one. It's ridiculous. It's a disgrace.
1: Yeah. Zach, thanks for your call. I mean, I think that's actually not a bad idea. Like minimum stems. I don't know how you write that, but uh, you're absolutely correct. Let's go to Sean uh, on the North Shore. Hi, Sean. How's the North Shore looking today? Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't doubt. It's beautiful. How are the roads? It's beautiful now. The, uh, the side streets are uh, packed snow. Yeah, uh, It's pretty tight. Uh, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of SUVs over here, a lot of winter tires. But I, uh, I I do kind of reflect or mirror the same comments that Tracy did that that um, you know the citizens sort of have to take a little bit of responsibility here too. Mm-hmm. We don't get snow very often, it's true. Uh, so throwing a, a ton of money uh, to buy a bunch of equipment that on some winters might remain idle or just get sent out to the valley occasionally mm-hmm. uh, doesn't make a, a, a lot of sense, but but uh, if, if people would just prepare for it, uh, get snow tires. And if you don't have snow tires and you hear it's coming, just make alternate plans. Yeah. But otherwise, all we're going to do is just crowd up the streets uh, and snow removal equipment can't get by jammed streets. Absolutely, right. Sean. The great advice. Thank you so much. Let's go to Richard uh, in uh, Port Coquitlam. We've got about 30 seconds. Richard, go ahead.
2: Okay. Hi. Uh, You've got the best show going. I like your reasonableness. Um
1: most days it, anyway.
2: <laughs> it, yeah. Well if people don't have snow tires, why are people helping them out? Just leave them there. And secondly, <laughs> yeah. if someone has snow no snow tires, you impound their car. Yeah. Uh, I mean they're driving there it's it's dangerous driving, so the police should be seizing it. And then people will think twice about driving without snow tires.
1: Richard, thanks for your call. You actually raise a very good point. Part of it is Personal responsibility. You're absolutely right. If you don't have them, stay home if you can. Take transit if you can. Daniel, we got about 30 seconds. Any final words from you? Uh, I am guessing you're going to be staring at your inbox waiting for an invitation from the Minister of Transportation, Rob Fleming, or perhaps George Harvey, Metro Vancouver chair, to hold yes, this no uh, summit.
2: I'm eagerly uh, right by my laptop waiting for response and uh, hoping that the day will be picked soon and we can get those players in the room and perhaps get answers to the questions that some of your listeners have had. I I don't think we're talking rocket science here. I'm hoping that at some point, uh, perhaps in the next few weeks, we'll, uh, we'll hear back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Daniel, thank you so much for your time, and I really do hope uh, there is some sort of conversation around this. This is twice now within two weeks, and it does just cripple the lower mainland economically, and it most importantly impacts people's lives as well. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you.
2: Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too.